I want to do um this little little spot cast. I'm gonna call it a spot cast because it's just a little tidbit of my day that I'd like to share. So I think it's <laughs> you work in customer service, you understand this, but I think human interaction is so important because there's two versions of everybody. One is that dickhead. <laughs> Uh, that dickhead that just needs somebody to fight with and one is that really genuine just fucking interaction that you have with somebody and that they remember forever you know you may not remember because in my case i don't remember i talk to so many fucking people a day um randomly that it's hard for me to keep track of all y'all i'm just gonna say that right out the gate i don't remember you sometimes i do but for the most part, I, I do not. So I apologize if that hurts your feelings. I hope it doesn't because it shouldn't. You only have to remember me. I have to remember all y'all motherfuckers. So with that said, I got in an Uber today to go home, right? And this is a good day for me. This is a Saturday, right? I'm what? I'm in my 30s. Saturdays, we I don't go out to the club. I don't go to the bar. Um, I thought about it on the ride home. I was like, you know what? Everybody's talking about this new bar. Let me get over there, see what that's about. I got no kids today. That's another highlight of the day. Um, let me get get home, get changed, and let me go right to the bar. Because if I sit down, I'm not going. Um, and then I got in the Uber, and I immediately went on DoorDash and started looking for something to eat. And then I was thinking about my socks. Like, I was going to put them socks on. The socks is going to be lit. And then I was considering the dress code. Like, can I wear my sweatpants? And my tank top with no bra and my my long robe, which was supposed to be an outdoor robe, but became an indoor robe. And then my hat. Like, am they going to let me in there dressed like that? Because that's kind of how I want to get dressed now that I'm sitting down in this Uber. Um, Yeah. And then I was looking at the menu over there because I was really hungry. And I was like, damn, there's a lot of things on this menu I want to eat. A very good friend of mine. I'm not going to say his name because I say some crazy shit and I know he doesn't want to be implicated in the shit that I be saying. Um, he told me that there was some good food on the menu. Um, and I'm thinking to myself, like, this is a great idea. This is this is all going, going well. I'm going to be outside today. And then I got home and I put that exact outfit on and now the Chinese food is about to be here. And I just rented a movie and it's going to be lit. I got a Jack and Coke with a little bit of lemonade. That's how I like things. I'm having a cigarette and I want to talk about my Uber driver. <laughs> Welcome to your 30s, by the way. So I get in this car and the guy's he don't say nothing at first. I'm like, hi, how are you? My most pleasant self as usual because you're doing me a favor. I don't have to drive. And that to me is like, I'm, I made it. We made it. We made it. You know what I mean? I'm not driving. Somebody's driving me. I have the money to pay somebody to drive me. This is my lifelong dream. Um, I don't know how well you who's listening right now knows me, but I hate fucking driving. It is my least favorite thing to do. I don't like paying attention. I don't like following the rules. I don't like paying fines and fees. I don't like paying to drive like for the car, for the insurance, for the cameras that I'm going to fucking speed through. I don't want to do any of that. I don't want to stop if I don't feel like stopping. Driving is not for me. But... With that said, there is a super convenience to driving and the fact that I'm not paying for my own convenience to drive, I can afford for someone else to drive me the fuck around and I fucking love that. Because on days when I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling myself, I'll take that walk and jump on that bus. And that to me is exercise. So now I'm not paying for the gym. So anyway, I sit in this uh Uber and uh he don't say nothing at first, right? 
So I'm looking on the DoorDash. I'm figuring out what I'm about to eat. I can't figure it out, so I put my phone down because sometimes you need to put the phone down. Sometimes that's the best mode of fucking transition to the next step. Just put the phone down and figure out what you're doing with yourself. Are you going to leave the house when you get home? Probably not. I'm probably never going to... Once I get home, that's where I'm at. If you want to come through, come through. You want to be at the club? I'll put the music on. You want to be at the bar? I'll pour you a drink. I don't need to leave my house. I pay for all this shit. I like being here. Um, This is where I like being because there's no dress code. There's no requirements for your behavior. It's very... It's a very lax situation, and that's how I like to live my life, in the comforts of my own home. Um, And then, I guess, like, when he saw me put my phone down, he was like, listen, you remember me? And I'm like, nope. (laughs) They made a whole movie about it. Nope. (laughs) What up, though? He's like, I I drove you last week. And I was like, oh, that's that's nice. Um... He's like, yeah, we had a really long conversation. It was a good conversation. And then it started to dawn on me. And I was like, you know what? I remember this conversation. I remember you. I said, I'm going to be honest with you. He's like, I'm looking at you in the rearview mirror. And I, and I recognize you. You look very familiar. And then I realized it's you. He's like, I picked you up from this such and such address. And I drove you to this address. And I'm like, yes, that's 100% correct. I'm not weirded out at all by the fact that this man remembers location to location. Um, he knows my name because it comes up on his screen. So that wasn't immediately a, a red flag. Um, and I, I I do remember having a conversation with this guy. I remember talking to him because not every Uber driver gets the pleasure of having a conversation with me because sometimes I just want to get to where the fuck I'm going. And by the time I get in your car, this is my moment <sighs> to take a deep breath and get to where I'm going and then deal with what I'm doing when I'm going there. Thank you. Thank you, Uber drivers who understand I don't want to fucking talk to you. Thank you, Uber drivers who understand that. If you say the right sentence, I may have a whole fucking full conversation with you. So um, we literally picked up our conversation right from where we left off the last time. He said, well, how is everything going? How are you doing? He goes, it looks like you cut your hair. And I said, no, crazy that you would say that because I do cut it a lot, but I just have it down. I ended up taking my hair out of the clip at some point in the beginning of the car ride because I I wanted to scratch my head. I, I like scratching my head. And he noticed that my hair was different than the last time. And I said, you just didn't see it last time because it was up. I I believe I was on the move. And when I'm on the move, I like keeping my hair up. Probably had a hat on too. So you didn't even see my hair the last time. But you're seeing it now because I just scratched it and now it's all out. And uh, he noticed. He noticed that. That's, that's a good quality in a man. I'm not saying that this man is my next lover. But I'm also not saying that he may not be. So let's not get to, to jump into conclusions. Um... So anyway, we're talking about, um, he asked me, you know, what, what are you doing for vacation? Or you think you're going to go on any vacations? Cause I believe the last time that we had a conversation, we talked about how expensive everything is and how fucked up the world is and how hard it is to just survive. And I think that it's very important that we all acknowledge that times are hard, not just for you, not just for me but for everybody. And if we can all band together and recognize that we're all struggling, every little bit of that will make every bit of this a lot easier to go through. We might even come together one day and decide that we don't have to live like this, but that's a whole nother story for a whole nother fucking day. So anyway, um, I'm telling him like, no, I probably won't take a vacation this summer because not for nothing, like I just moved. 
I think you know that because we discussed that last time. You know, my divorce, it made me realize that I'd, I'd, I have a whole different life planned for myself. And I, I made a huge decision overnight to just move <laughs> from my home that I had lived in for upwards of eight years that I was doing massive renovations on Dolo and uh, give all that up just to be free. And he was like, yeah, no, I remember that. And then we talked about divorce because my man was going through a divorce as well. And uh, he's only got one kid to my three. And he, he, you know, explained to me how he thinks it would be harder for a mother to decide to make a divorce decision because we, you know, we are women. And I said, you're 100% correct. And by your accent, I could tell that you really believe that. But in reality, it's, it's easier for me because I'm built like that. I'm built to do that. I'm built to be a mother. It's just a predisposition that I have as a woman. I'm built to do whatever it needs to be done to get everything handled and taken care of. So I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm having days where I struggle, but I'm really struggling because tomorrow's another day. And every day that you wake up, you have a new opportunity to get shit done. So you're never really struggling. Some days you're just falling short, but you have the whole other day to do it. And if you don't wake up the next day, I know that sounds a little morbid, but then you don't have to worry about nothing. Because you didn't even get up that day. But if you do get up, you got a whole nother fucking 24 hours, allegedly, to get shit done. So we're not really at a, a default. We're not really, you know, at, at, at a lesser advantage as women to decide we want a divorce. We're at a further advantage because for some reason, no matter what the fuck we want to happen or need to happen, we make that shit happen. So we are actually elite and that's not sexist and that's not feminist. That's just a fact. And the fact of it is that men can do that too. They just choose to rely on women. So they make themselves a little disadvantaged. And that's okay too. Because you know what? In the Bible, happy Easter, everybody. Merry Christmas, whatever the fuck day that we're celebrating Jesus this week. Um, a man and a woman belong together. And I know that in this day and age, we're trying to argue that it could be a man and a man and a woman and a woman and a woman that dresses like a man and acts like a man and talks like a man. But she wants to be with a woman who's a man who may not be a man who the they them this that them. I don't even know what all the fucking words are for it. There's a lot of letters involved. There might even be a number and a plus sign. I don't care. But life is meant to be a team effort. Whether you have a village, a soulmate, a person or whatever you have. There is this idea that you're supposed to do it with somebody. And you know what? It doesn't always work out that way. And that's okay. So my guy who's going through a divorce as well, and he's like, you know what? For 10 years we tried. And I was like, that's crazy. For 15 I tried. And it just didn't work. And it just doesn't always work. And that's okay. Because it takes a lot more strength to decide that you're not working than to make it work. Because when you're making something work, you're forcing it. But when you realize that it's never going to work and you walk away, you're doing the right thing. So we got through all of that. All of that. We talked about all that shit. And my point here is human connection is the most important thing you'll ever experience in your life. And it's funny because I had a conversation with a friend of mine today also. And it was very brief. We didn't get to finish it. Um, but the idea was there. And he was explaining, let me take a sip of my drink. Hold on, because this is my time. <laughs> You're on my time, right? Hold on. Mm. Damn, that's a good drink. Um, and he was telling me how, like, 
you know, at a, at a certain setting. Uh, I'm going to use an example, like a funeral. Um, somebody was trying to hit on him. I mean, that's what I think I took from it. I don't know what the actual conversation was about because, like I said, it was brief and it went and it came as quickly as it started. Um, and it just seemed like the wrong place, the wrong time. And he was like, you know, like, let's focus on the food. Let's focus on the person that died. Let's focus on something else. Like, we're not about that life. We're all here trying to, like, mourn or or rejoice the life of the death that we're now experiencing. And you want to, like, kind of slide into my DMs in real life, IRL. And that's just not what it's about because it's not and that brings me right back to the forefront of my conversation which human interaction human connection is so fucking important and we squander it we squander it on wasted interactions you know there's there's a thin line between experiencing somebody for whatever the experience was meant to be and forcing an idea onto somebody based on what your current needs are. Everybody needs to take a step back. Everybody. Because you're all like this. And realize that people weren't put in front of you for you to have a certain emotional reaction, a certain emotional connection, a certain idea, a certain feeling, a certain etc. whatever the fuck. Sometimes you're all in the same place just for the experience. Something you know that I don't know. Something I know that you don't know. Something that helps us grow. And we forget that. Because we don't know how to use our emotions. And that's a sad, sad thing about humanity. Because what I also talked about with the Uber driver was how, you know, we mentioned the weather. Everybody has to have a weather conversation when you don't know where to start. Or you don't know how to continue. You got to bring up something that you know is going to spark a sentence or two right Mm. so he said you know the weather's been cold it's cold outside and i said it is cold right now but in you know no time at all it'll be hot and we'll complain about that as well so we'll complain when it's cold we'll complain when it rains and we'll complain when it's hot but are we really even worried about the weather or are we worried about the bill that's associated with the weather when it's hot we need the air when it's cold we need the heat You know, when it's raining, we need to stay inside and use everything inside. So we're really just mad that we're stuck. Everybody's stuck. You're stuck living a life. You're stuck doing a thing. You're stuck working a job. You're stuck paying a bill. You're stuck. But when you realize that none of that is really the purpose, the meaning, you can be unstuck. The quicksand is no longer malleable you're not falling into it you're walking across it like jesus when he walked on water you don't have to be stuck you can unstick yourself just by ungiving a fuck about the circumstances and realizing that every single thing in your life in your time is just some bullshit somebody put in front of you what really matters is those human interactions that matter so much to somebody else because it's not all about you and it never really was